start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. This show is brought to you by Safety FM. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Jay Allen Show. I hope everything is good and grand inside of your neck of the woods as we are hanging out on Tuesday, December the 6th, just in case you were lost in time and weren't sure what the hell was going on. It's kind of amazing to me on how fast this year has gone by. It seemed kind of slow, but then kind of fast. It's just a weird thing on how it all works out. So how are things? What's going on with you? Did you enjoy your holiday um, last week? You know, all that kind of fun stuff as we are moving and grooving and getting into all of these things uh, that we get to talk about. Now, here's the fun part. Today, I wanted to bring this up because it is a question that I get all the time and I really never know how to answer it. I also look at it and go, it's an interesting question because we talk about depression and suicide on our shows, not, I guess not, you know, sometimes, but all the time, depending on how you want to take a look at it. But here's a question that I get quite often. Are smart people more depressed? And I guess that maybe might be the subject that we want to talk about today. I guess if you really have to look at it, Ignorance is bliss, and you might have heard that this thrown around, but what does it mean exactly? So I guess that's what I really wanted to talk about. Are less intelligent people really happier, or and conversely, are smart people more depressed? I know it's a weird question, but somebody has to ask it. It may seem like um, a contradiction, but it turns out that it might not be one. So let take a listen. Here are a few um, reasons why intelligent people might be more susceptible to depression. And I want to really base a lot of this stuff on, um, well, science and other things that I was able to locate. So what does science say? Psychologists have long um, been perplexed by the human mind, and I mean, it is something to be perplexed by. One thing spiking their curiosity has been seemingly on the unexplained link between high intelligence and depression. While the research is not entirely conclusive, there is a visual connection between both that needs to be further explored. A recent study conducted by Ruth Kopinski, who is part of the psychology department at Pizer College found that people with higher levels of intelligence are more likely to experience mood and anxiety disorder, ADHD, and more. Ruth and her team are not only ones looking into the problems of knowledge, knowledgeable people as the topic slowly gained traction in the psychological world. But if high intelligence really leads to depression, what factors play a role 
in this um, correlation. So maybe that's something that we should talk about. So what does this mean? What would this mean if you're really taking a look at it? The concept behind intelligence is very complex on its own. I mean, just think about it. Think about some of the smartest people that you know. And if you're standing in front of a mirror, it's okay. I get it. I get it when you're thinking about that. As there are many areas in which um, intelligence and smartness can manifest, there are just as many ways both can affect our mental health while being intelligent alone is probably not enough to um, magically become depressed the truth might lie in the actions taken by highly intelligent people so without further ado let's look at some of the reasons that could influence the psychology of people with higher iqs so i guess the important part that you have to start thinking about is social life it has been said that if it is lonely on top, this may be especially true if you're highly intelligent people who may find it more challenging to establish and maintain friendships and romantic relationship. There are several possible explanations for this phenomenon where one of the highly intelligent people often have high standards and expect a lot from their friends and partners. As a result, they may be quick in, to end relationships and fall short of their expectation. In addition, highly intelligent people tend to be independent and self-sufficient, making them resistant to intimacy and emotional closeness. Finally, highly, highly intelligent people often find it difficult to relate to those who are less intelligent than they are. As a result, they may have trouble finding others whom they may have truly a connection with. Whatever reason it could be, um, being highly intelligent can sometimes make it harder to sustain close relationships. What's the other side of the whole equation? Well, overthinking. Let's talk about that because that's going to be important to the subject. It has been said that with greater intelligence, the greater the likelihood of overthinking and overanalyzing. Intelligent people invite anxiety and stress into their minds by consistently reassessing and second-guessing their decisions. This is the theory behind the finding of Ruth that we talked about earlier. She and her team are particularly looking into the concepts of psychological over um, over exactability is what they're calling it. Intelligent people experience this are those who are likely to take more details from their surroundings, seek more knowledge, and be more stimulated by the world. As you can probably imagine, this constant rain of information and questions passing through their heads can be quite bothersome to some. The other portion is self-love. And I know when you talk about the subject of self-love, it can mean a whole bunch of different things depending on who you talk to. Let's not take um let's not take into some of the equations and some of the stuff that was said in the movie Fight Club. But it is often said that highly intelligent people are their own worst critics. And I can understand that. They are more likely to be critical of themselves and their ability and less likely to be forgiving when they make mistakes. The tendency can be traced back to many different factors. For one, the highly intelligent people know that they, they they can do great things and expect nothing less than excellence from themselves. Additionally, highly intelligent people are often aware of their flaws and shortcomings. This self-awareness can lead to the feeling of being not good enough, which can in turn lead to self-criticism. Finally, 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 highly intelligent people often have a deep need for perfection. They may strive for perfection, which can only create a lot more pressure, but also puts them in a stressful mindset. And of course, they can be hard for themselves when they do not meet their own standards. I know it's kind of a weird thing, 
but it's something to talk about. So if I had the final thought this whole thing, let's do it this way. Isn't it ironic that the brighter you are, the less happy you feel? Well, thankfully, the research on the topic so far is only partially conclusive. But the factors that we have listed in this podcast are very much relevant, not only to smart people, but also to every single one of us. Whether you are the next Einstein or just average Joe, there are a few things that you need to remember. Make sure to go out, enjoy your life, and not just sit there and ruminate about every single thing. And, of course, go easy on yourself. Because it is important. You don't have to be the smartest person. You do need to make sure that you do take care of yourself. Anyways, I've been your safety manager and host, Jay Allen. And until next time, be safe. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Have you ever wanted to start live streaming and were not sure how to do it? You can start live streaming up to 40 social media platforms all at one time. For as little as nada, it's going to cost you your time. That is what it's going to cost. You can pre-record, you can live stream, you can do a multitude of things. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com O-N-E.